Friendsgiving, uh, 2019. Wait, I don't know which level this is. Oh, I think it's, I'm on input two. Um, so I'm in Vermont, uh, because that's what you do when you're a classy woman is you go to Vermont on vacation for the holidays. Um, am I a snob? Yeah. (laughs) And that's fine. You know, I've earned it. I work really hard. There might you might hear a child in the background, but that's fine. Um, she is the daughter of two of my very good friends, and she's very talkative, and that's nice. Uh, <laughs> but we're at a friendsgiving, which was delicious, and uh, there's a couple people here who have been on the podcast previously. Uh, so there's um, to my left, there's Jesse. Say hi. Hey, great to be back. (laughs) That sounds so natural. Wow. Okay. Then we also have... uh, Who has the mic right now? Okay. Uh, Well, pass it to Aaron. Uh, We have Aaron. Can you say hello for real? I said hello. Okay. Aaron is here. And then we have a a couple more guests. Hola. Cody, who is a surgeon. We'll get into that. Hello. (laughs) And Anne. Okay, great. Uh, listen, you guys don't need to be shy. Just whoever, th- you know what, Cody, you look like you're taking charge here. Cody lo- is a man who takes charge. Because uh, <laughs> you have to. Um, so, yeah, we just had a delicious meal um, prepared by my friend Jenna. Jenna, do you want to say hi? Pass the mic to her as her... Her mouth is full of pie. Hello. (laughs) And then we have Hubble, uh, a large dog. You can't see him, but he's very large. How many pounds does Hubble weigh? 140 pounds. I haven't weighed 140 pounds since the Clinton administration. (laughs) And that sucks. (laughs) Let me tell you what. I'll never weigh 140 pounds again. And I've made my peace with that. Um... Well, if I get cremated, I'll, you know, that'll be great. Yeah, I'll weigh far less. Yeah. We're just opening already with uh, a discussion of what I want to do with my body when it's no longer (laughs) alive. Because that's what I do. Anyway, so Aaron, how are you? What's going on with you over there? You were so talkative earlier. We were talking about the te- what is it called? The Tesla Cybertruck. Oh, it's it's awesome. I Are you going to one. get one? I, maybe. I mean, it, it sucks that I can't refuel it in the woods. But other than that, yes, I do. What want do you one. like about the woods? Be specific. Hold the mic like this, well, like you're about starters, to. You know, there's no people in the real woods. <laughs> I'm not talking about like the RV. You know what I'm saying? Like 
the lack of people and the peace of nature. The peace of nature. Yes. Okay. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. See, I what? think, I think nature is not peaceful because there's so many things that could kill you. Yeah, but that's like the truth of it. <laughs> That's, that's, that's what makes it peaceful. There's the no truth bullshit. of what? You're not, you know, oh, of you're life. You're not going to get stabbed in the back. You're just going to get fucked up front. That's, I get stabbed in the back constantly. That's what's raw about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Oh, Cody hunts. Can you uh, get in here? Okay, so what? Yeah, what do you think of that? Is nature peaceful, Cody? It's very peaceful. Hold the mic to your mouth. <laughs> it's very peaceful. There's there's no people in nature. Wait. Okay, I have a question. So you're 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 an orthopedic surgeon, right? Uh, in training. Okay. Would you say that you're you have no emotions or some? <laughs> like, do you have to have? I'm curious about this. Like, what? Because we were talking about this. Because I've had knee surgery, and I think it's I, it's a lot of like hammering and chiseling, and like, what do you get out of that? Why do you like that? Um. Hold it to your mouth like you're about to, like a phallic know, object. Like yeah. my, my residency interview. It's really cool, right? Like you have the opportunity to <laughs> to impact someone in a way that very few people have the opportunity to do, right? Like you get to help someone with one of their joints that they don't really have the have a problem with, you know, or they do have a problem with and you get to fix it. What I'm getting at is is there not a sadistic side to surgery that you enjoy? Oh, Jesse's a surgeon also, but not orthopedic. <laughs> well, I, so I don't think there's a sadistic side to it. I think there's an altruistic side. That's mostly it, right? So, like, you have somebody who you get to help in a way that only a few people can do. And I think that's a fantastic thing. That's a safe answer. Uh, <laughs> that's that's nice. Cody? What? Yeah, weigh in on that. Or do you think surgery is altruistic? <laughs> Always? Um... Hold it to your mouth. This, <laughs> I'm just gonna be yelling at this you. This is uh, you're so. Why are you guys so shy? It's so know. crazy. It, that's I don't know. I feel like that's an interview question that I'd get from when interviewing for residency. Oh, that I didn't think of, and I don't. I don't know. It's kind of hard to come up with an answer. Oh. Um. So altruism is a big word. Since I don't know what it means, <laughs> I'm gonna just say that I like doing surgery. Um. Orthopedic surgery because it's just well, I wanted to be a carpenter your... but make a little bit more money, <laughs> and so okay, ortho was the way to go. It's kind of similar. Like yeah. there's there's like nails and it's sterile and carpentry. screws yeah, and it's the same thing. It's sterile. Wait, so what's um what's like your favorite type of operation to do? Trauma. Any trauma. Oh boy. <laughs> Anything that's broken and people break it and they weren't expecting to. Fixing that's fun. Oh my god. It's horrifying. Um okay, so what's like your favorite case that you've worked on recently that um doing something called a, a bone transport. So this guy lost a like three quarters of his shin bone or half of his shin bone and uh use this big giant ring external fixator looking thing it looks like a connect set that's on your leg and you move the bone down over several months and you can regrow their tibia their shin bone wait is this the thing that short guys do to get tall (laughs) 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 have you wait do people do that i don't know about i don't know about that oh because i've heard of like surgeries that that like shorter guys will do they'll like break their legs 
I've heard I and have, I've heard of that, but not since I've actually been in medicine. Yeah, it's like some incel shit. Yeah. Surgeries. Yeah. No, I mean, because like we talk a lot of, I talk a lot about uh, how I'm an incel on stage uh, currently in my life. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I started out voluntarily not dating or having sex, and now it's impossible. Uh, so <laughs> I'm an incel. Um, sex with you? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I w- no, I I wasn't because I uh, there's a lot of bad men, and because I said earlier, if I'm attracted to someone, they're they've done something wrong. Yeah, they're they're like definitely a bad person. Like I should work for the FBI. Just <laughs> as a profiler, Here, pass the mic to him. Okay, we have to share these. Okay. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say I was gonna make that exact same joke. I was like, if you've got the talent to spot them. Oh I mean, well, bam. I think I'm able to detect evil in people's eyes. That's like a superpower. Yeah, like there's. Does it have anything to do with the crystals? Good question. Does it have anything to do with crystals? No, I don't think so. No, no. Like it would like you're wearing a large crystal right now. It's not that big. Like it's it's a black onyx. And dragon kind of thing. It's a macabre. Okay. <laughs> My grandmother had a, a foolproof me- method for detecting evil men. Do you want to know what it was? What was it? Okay, this is from Dell, the one and only. You she used to say, if you come across a man with thin lips, he's a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Everyone listening, just look to see if they have thin lips or not. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I, well, no, I, in my head, I was thinking like, damn, like, is there a guy I knew who had thin lips? And I, I think one of my, one of my exes, yeah, had thin lips. Yeah. That's interesting. Why would that be though? Uh, Hmm. Hmm. I can't, I don't know. It makes sense though. Right. First aggression. You, wait, do you think you're not able to detect like badness in people or at all? I don't know. I kind of just like try to approach people with like an open mind and objectively see what I think. That's uh, too sensible. Um, <laughs> what about you, Aaron? Oh, you got to judge everybody. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. par for the course. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I literally think that I've. I like, mean, you you don't look at people walking down the, wherever. And you look at their clothing or whatever, and you're like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, I look in people's eyes, and I can tell if they've done something fucked up. You know? See, maybe you do need to work for the authorities. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, awesome. but I don't want to be like a narc or anything. Like, I'm not a narc, you know? You learn that, but that statement from, like, television. <laughs> no. That's just how I talk. Do you want to hop on here? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. I if I did, like I wouldn't even be talking to that person. Can you repeat that? All the women seem to have left the table. Well, I'm a woman, Jesse. (laughs) Okay, I'm at the table. Look, I listen. Everybody. See, here's the thing about, like, comedy and podcasting in general. Like, people just want to, like, come up to me and be like, tell me a joke. And then as soon as they get a microphone in their face, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's, like, horrifying, right? 
whatever. And huh? You have a yeah. You have a joke. I want to hear it. I have a couple. Jokes. Cody, the orthopedic surgeon, telling us a joke. So okay. <laughs> what's what's brown and sticky? I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know. A stick. Is this from? Uh, is this like scared, a joke right? on a popsicle stick? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I uh, one other one. Why did the blind guy fall into the well? I could not tell you. Because he, because he couldn't see that well. Oh my lord, Cody! Do you watch? Do you watch stand-up comedy ever? Do I watch what stand-up comedy? No, I don't have a life. Oh, do you have Netflix? Yeah. What do you watch on there? You don't watch comedy? Um, I watch hunting shows. <laughs> I watch. Yeah, I watch Black Mirror. Oh. Do I have skills? I have nunchuck skills. Is karate skills. Oh my god. Um, Can you seriously wield nunchucks? I'm curious. No. The one time I ever tried to use nunchucks, I like hit myself in the face with them. Everybody who has nunchucks hits themselves. Yeah, always. It's terrible. (laughs) I want nunchucks. Nunchucks? Yeah, I do want nunchucks. Do you have some? You don't have any? I don't want them. I don't have them. Well, yeah. Uh, I know what to get for Christmas now. That's right. Hmm. Seriously, that's not cool about nunchucks. Can you keep the microphone up? Great. (laughs) Not when you're like... Oh my god, you have to hold it like, you know. Well, you wouldn't know about that, but you know what I mean. This guy watches... (laughs) You have to hold it like right in your face, like you're, you know. Why? What? Why? Because it won't pick up the sound like that. It has well, to why? be like this. Why? It's the whole point of the microphone is it picks up sound, right? It, yeah, but the, the top of it is the part that... Well, then why do they have the whole thing round? <laughs> Cody, listen. I'm I'm the sound person. You're the saying. surgeon. Okay. <laughs> You're the... <laughs> I couldn't tell you. But that's like, like you know, like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um... <laughs> Okay, so did we? We didn't really cover all of Tesla yet. I think it's bad. Um, I mean, we can talk Tesla. <laughs> I'm. I don't like Elon Musk. What's not to like about Elon Musk? I think he's dangerous. Isn't didn't like? Isn't that like a line from like Top Gun where he's like, "You're dangerous." <laughs> I like that. Oh, when he Iceman. Doesn't everyone like a little danger? I guess. But no, the thing I think is kind of like, okay, because correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the worst thing you can do for the environment is to buy a brand new car? Well, especially one with like what lithium ion batteries <laughs> where mountaintop mining's involved. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 Because, because there's News a flash for all the green people right, everywhere who love Greta. No, it's no, but it's true because like there's more like emissions from the chemical processes of, of, of manufacturing a car. Not to mention the poor mountains. Right. For, from the lithium batteries. Wait, do you all, Teslas run on lithium? Well, maybe they're running a different, more advanced battery now, but like, people think that because it's awesome. Oh, am I not? Am I not? Yeah, that's there better. We go. There yeah. you go. That's better. Well, I mean, just, <laughs> just simply put, like, I mean, you know, you think you're getting less emissions out of an electric car than you are a gas car, and you got to take into account what goes into making those electric cars. Yeah, I, yeah, and I think it's a little hypocritical because they're yes. like trying to like develop all these new materials and then like at what expense, right? Because, you know, there's a very famous movie star who has been driving the same 
like Subaru since like 1998. Who is this awesome person? Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> no, I knew true. he was awesome before you named yeah, him. Yeah, he like drives like an old ass Subaru. And his reasoning is because buying a new car is the worst thing you can do for the environment. He's so brilliant. Thoughts Have you on seen that? his beard? I'm sorry. I, I really have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse has to go to the bathroom. Did you see his interview with Hillary Clinton? Is this Between Two Ferns? Yes. No, I didn't see that. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. No, he's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't think I'm going to be spending uh, money on a Tesla How about anytime like, soon. Yeah, probably like on a car in general well i'm driving a honda everybody as the listeners know i drive a luxurious uh 2010 honda civic hybrid and i will be driving it until it no longer runs you're you're gonna die before that car does you think so well no but yeah kind of (laughs) oh it could could it go a long time oh yeah hondas are amazing Mm -hmm. they know how to build things oh for sure yeah that's another thing. I don't. I don't want to buy an American car. Well, who? I mean, yeah, like, a Tesla's American, right? Well, you know, technically, or are, are where are the par- the parts made here arguably, or no? All of the best foreign cars are made in America still. Like what? Toyota. Of course, we would know that. Wait, a Toyota is is made. There is in nothing America? more American than a Toyota truck. It's made in Texas. It is. Yes, I didn't like know Fords that. are made in what Mexico right now. Oh, they are. Yeah, because they closed the the places in Detroit. Yeah. Can you? If he's talking, you have to pass it. Yeah. Yeah. I I wish I had brought more mics, but you know, this is totally improvised. Go ahead. Um. Ford. Oh yeah. Texas. So, I don't know. Mexico. No. <laughs> Ford, Ford is has so many plants somewhere. I don't remember where. Oh. So well, I thought it was like in Ohio or something. Wait, did you see, did you see Ford versus Ferrari? That's gonna be a good movie. I already saw it. How it's nobody has movie. seen the movie here except? Have, did you see it? We live in a remote part of the world. We don't get movies released two months in advance. Yeah, the movie like theater here. Sucks. I know. Oh my god! No, so, okay, sorry. Yeah, we're. I should say that we're in a very remote area of. Well, I mean, I feel like the entire state of Vermont is remote. No. Yeah, because I was on my phone, like, looking at the GPS. We have one Chinese restaurant, and it's run by Mexicans. <laughs> wow. Okay. Is there a Japanese restaurant? Yeah, there is a Japanese restaurant. It's fake. Don't, don't even bother. Don't even bother. <laughs> it's a fake restaurant. That's weird. Uh, oh, wait. Did you ever see the movie The Ice Storm? Were they in Vermont? Do you remember that movie? Uh, yeah, I think so. No, you know what movie was in Vermont? What? Super Troopers. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Oh, shit. Super I Troopers didn't know Vermont. Super Troopers was in Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fact. From- wow. Can you pass yeah. the mic to him if he's talking? I'm sorry. You're going to have to like really get in there. Like, oh, now it's in the moment has passed. Now it's passed on that one. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you have to and hold it like this. You have to hold it like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know. But yeah. 
Yeah. Next, you don't want to talk about cars forever, do you? No, I don't. Yeah, that's I mean, what we I don't have to. I mean, but I mean, nobody, I could, but I don't think I mean, everyone wants to listen to that. It's film season. Nobody has seen the films except for me, apparently. It's film season. Film season. <laughs> Can you? Yeah, hold on here. Always this time. I didn't realize there was a film season. <laughs> yeah, it's like when. <laughs> Pass the mic, Heather. God. I, I did that. I, I passed it and took a... Oh, my God. This is going to be a mess. I'm going to have to, like, turn up the 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 volume all the way. Um, Yeah, no, I think this time of year is when, you know, all of the best films come. I mean, for, like, adults, this is, like... Like Star Wars? Be- Listen, okay. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, there is Star Wars coming out, but you know, it's like award season, so all of the big like prestige movies are coming out. But I don't out. ever watch the awards stuff. You don't watch the movies? No, you said the awards. Right, it's movies that will be nominated for awards. Yeah, but they just nominate themselves. <laughs> it's all the groups of people uh, who made the movies nominating Cody. each other. <laughs> look, look, uh, wait, did you see Midsommar? Um, I love movies. Oh, I love living in LA with Heather because that's all we would talk about. And then we would see celebrities and would make the movies even more real. But we live again in a remote area <laughs> in the hundred acre wood and we have jobs. So we just don't get around to it. That's true. I mean, no, I have a job. I just like, I'm, I have no one in my life. I mean, I see these people who are parts of couples and that's great. Uh, I'm not upset at all. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't cry myself to sleep at night, uh, alone as usual, always. Um, what? No, I'm not. I'm so lonely. I <laughs> No, no, no. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. No, wait. Does anybody famous live in this area in in yeah, lots remote of, Vermont? Lots of people. Sandra do. Bullock's sister, Jazina. No one knows. Sandra Bullock's sister, Jazina Bullock, a wonderful Jezina. German cook, Kaza Kulkin, lives in Vermont. And I went to her house because she was filming a baking show called Baked in Vermont. <laughs> and uh, she has striking skin and hair just like her sister. There you go. That's it? That's the only one. Jazina Bullock. Okay. Hmm. What about you? Do you know? What about me? Have you... <laughs> oh. Hubble, Hubble is going to be famous. Hubble is a celebrity. I don't think there's anybody... Wait, where in Texas are you from, Cody? Um, Like... In between San Antonio and Austin. San and- oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. San Antonio and Austin area. And how, wait, and how long have you been here? Uh, a year and a half. A year and a half. And you were in Texas before you came here? Yeah. I've been in Texas my whole life. Stark change? It's a little colder here. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's a little more cold. Yeah, it is. A little colder, is. a little less diverse. Um, so like a little. Austin better. I liked Austin better, but now Austin sucks. Mm-hmm. It's overcrowded, yeah. overpriced, yep. the and good. 
It's yeah, very like hipsterish good. there. Yeah, a lot of people do hipster. comedy down there. I, there's a lot of like comedy shows yeah. that don't pay money. I'll cut that out because I want to get booked. But um, <laughs> I they don't pay, and I think that sucks. You know, and and comedy doesn't pay well at all. It's terrible. You made the right choice by being an, an orthopedic surgeon. Um, <laughs> no, but because a couple weeks ago I did a show in Orange County. God bless Orange County for this alone. Is you get paid and you get fed when you do comedy down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it a fried shrimp buffet? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. It wasn't it wasn't fried. I wish. I mean, it, no, it was just like a bar show where you can order food off the menu and I got chicken wings, of course, cuz it's one of my faves, one of my fave foods, you know, which I limit myself to. Like I only eat them twice a month. You I limit can. yourself to two? No. <laughs> Two wings? Yeah, is that what you just said? No, I I eat wings maybe twice a month. Like, I'm not, you know. You said, yeah, limit myself to do. During those two times a month is an unlimited number of wings. (laughs) Well. I could really put down some wings. No, it's not unlimited. No one can live on two wings per month. No. What about fried shrimp? (laughs) Didn't you say fried shrimp? She said something about fried shrimp. Have you not had fried shrimp buffet before? I didn't know there. Were, wait, this is a specific buffet thing. Well, they have like the never-ending shrimp baskets at Red Lobster and Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> yeah, those um, are chain restaurants. Yeah, but it's shrimp. <laughs> All you can eat shrimp. Are you too good for chain restaurants? Hold, can you repeat that? I said, are you too good for chain restaurants? Honestly, <laughs> yes and no. But- Okay, so like there's some I won't go to absolutely at all ever again, but there's some I would go to. Like Olive Garden I will go to. Like definitely go to Applebee's. What? (laughs) That's a bad one. Wait, would you go there? Yeah, everybody goes to Applebee's for a good wholesome family time. (laughs) Oh my god. Do they have an Applebee's in remote Vermont? Yeah, we have an Applebee's. It's oh, I didn't know that. All the time. You can't get in. <laughs> Shout out to Olive Garden. <laughs> Blue um, Margarita. In high school, Olive Garden was the place that Heather and I would go to work out our teenage hormones and frustration with men over endless breadsticks. Uh, salad. Well, salad was involved, but the, you know, a pasta entree perhaps was involved. Before I got married, Olive Garden's where I took girls when I really wanted to impress them. <laughs> Cody, you're funny. Uh, <laughs> Would you offer one to three appetizers? I'd always tell them I'd be how like, good looking they were. Baby, you can get all the breadsticks and salad you want. <laughs> and this was first date material? Uh, it depends. Okay, what was the criteria? Um, I don't really know. This is another one of those questions. It's just like those things when you know it, and you know it. Did you? They're, okay. a, they're a salad and breadstick type of girl, and that's what you get. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I just associate chain restaurants with, like, so many. You know, like, if you go to, like, Homecoming, you're going to, like... Some chain restaurant. I think I went well, to Macaroni Grill. Macaroni Grill? Yeah. I could have diarrhea at <laughs> home. I don't need to go somewhere to get diarrhea. Yeah. But. Yeah, you don't want. 
listen well i don't know i feel like there's so many places where that happens just no matter what you know I guess. yeah <laughs> chipotle i feel like i my stomach gets upset constantly if i go to chipotle <laughs> so what there was a whole south park about that about getting diarrhea at Chipotle? <laughs> oh, it makes sense. It's about Chipotle. Way. <laughs> the key line being, what dude, have you, you ever eaten at Chipotle? do you think the perpetrator on the streets of Los Angeles was eating to store up that much <laughs> oh, yeah. diarrhea? So, okay, I told... Do all of you know the story by now is about the woman who got the... Yeah, the... <laughs> She got the she got the hot the hot bucket of diarrhea dumped on her in in Los Angeles. Diarrhea is qualified by just being liquidy, so it could just be pooped mixed with water. Yeah. So what's what 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 delineates poop from diarrhea? <laughs> well, it's like it's liquid you, poop. Right? You could just mix poop with but water, how, but diarrhea sounds worse. How liquidy does it have to be before it's no longer poop? Now it's diarrhea. But and then is there also a delineation between diarrhea and like the runs? Like <laughs> right? I, I don't know. So what maybe? is this, what is the medical term for the runs? Um, <laughs> there's that scale. What's the name of that scale? Oh my god! Oh, I know what this oh, is. Oh, I know what that's called. But I you can. It's about. the poop chart. Yeah, it's like it has like little pebbles <laughs> and then the what smear. Jenna, the shit. the Bristol. And and what number on the Bristol do you want to be at? God, you don't know. You don't want to be anywhere on the Bristol chart. <laughs> Wait, are, is everything on the Bristol bad? You should. What you want is to be basically a toothpaste stool in circles around the toilet. <laughs> That's what you want. You don't. So you don't want to be at either of the extremes. I've, but I've, a, a Bristol stool seven sounds like this gentleman in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah, because like, like vegan poops are like what you describe. So if you're a vegan, like it comes. Are you vegan? No. Have you seen no, I've heard vegans <laughs> talk about their poop. Okay? Every, everybody's heard about it. <laughs> and it comes out like, you know, like a swirl. Like a, like like a soft thin serve. swirl. Um, and you deliver a lot of babies. Can we talk about the poop that one can come to expect with childbirth? What consistency would you rate that? Yikes. It's all it's all normal. <laughs> all kinds of poop comes out. But it's like voluminous, right? It has to be. Is it like everything that's inside of you comes out? So pushing a baby out is like pushing a poop out. So if you don't poop, then you're not pushing right. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I haven't had a baby, so I'm, um, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't either. Will it feel? If I do have a baby, though, will I feel like it's I've had the best poop of my life? <laughs> there are people who say that. Yeah. So there you go. Well, aren't those? There's like that whole show with like girls that said they felt like they had to go poop and then went to the bathroom and then had a baby. Oh, I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was... Wait, have you ever encountered a woman like that who didn't know she was pregnant? I've had one. I know. You I had one? One. one. It was in Texas. I feel like she knew, but she was 16. Oh. And 
She was like, oh, what? I'm having a baby? Because her grandma brought her in for a constipation. <laughs> oh, and, my God. And then she gave birth. And then they were all surprised. So What happened? I don't know. I, mean, uh, I, was, what? <laughs> I was just there when she had the baby. Oh, that damn. It. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So the, but the bucket of diarrhea. So what happened with that is that... Um, an EMT who was on the scene was interviewed and said uh, that it looked as though the feces had been saved up for over a month due to the volume. Well, like, how, would, how would you know that? Well, how do you know? It's Does been... one measure the volume of their stool daily? Yeah. What like was... It's like how a do you large, know it, it was like, like one of those like Home Depot buckets of diarrhea. Yeah, but well, how do you know it wasn't multiple people just yes. pooping in the same bucket? Yes, that's what I thought. The conglomerate would come together. Would you poop in someone else's bucket? Well, on, that's what that's like a port It's like it? it's currency, isn't it? Skid row. <laughs> no, I honestly like honestly living in LA. Like people <laughs> will literally you'll see human shit on the sidewalk regularly. Yeah, it's gross. It's horrible. Maybe he just collected it then for a while. What? There was like a news article about that where like uh, they'll stick you up in your car when a hot day when your window's down. They're waiting for you with a handful. They say they mix the crap together, but what difference does it make a handful of their own crap? And they'll put it right in your face so there's no time to roll your window up. And they say, you know, give me your money or this is going in your face. Oh, my God. That is horrifying. This is not a new thing. Crap is weaponry has been around since the medieval ages. Oh, that's true. That's true. Poop has been weaponized. <laughs> yeah. Gorillas certainly think... Uh, Gorilla warfare, quite literally. So. <laughs> I mean, now that we've weaponized our own poop... Mm. What next? Right. Escalation, well, I mean, right? Like, we make it every day. <laughs> and so... Never-ending right. So we don't really need guns. I think um, acute inpatient psychiatry uh, individuals have also come to this conclusion. I've had quite a few that use their poop on the wards as weapons. It's a form um, of communication. Sometimes art. It's a modern form of depending communication. Depending on the consistency. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, we had a patient who didn't want to leave and go home, so he used his feces and drew all over the place, and he got, like, another week. <laughs> oh, wow. That was that criteria. Mm. Wow. Uh, my life is better than I thought. Uh, <laughs> I've never had to... I would I would not even touch my own never <laughs> never okay I have another poop related question okay so how far away from your butt does poop have to be before <laughs> it's no longer acceptable to clean it with just toilet paper oh my god <laughs> what's what's the minimum distance what do you mean the distance like like <laughs> Like, how far... Like, people wipe their butt with toilet paper. Yeah. So, how far away from your butt does it have to be before you're like, no, toilet paper won't do? <laughs> you wash it with soap and water, take no, a shower No, that has or to do with, like, the consistency of the poop. No, but how far? That can't possibly be true. You would, that can't possibly be true because you would never have a terrible consistency poop and then say... I absolutely cannot use toilet paper. I'm going to pull up my pants and go to the shower. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to use toilet paper no matter what, right? But, oh, no, but how, how far away does the poop have to be before toilet paper is no longer acceptable? Here's, here's the thing. Yeah. Like, how far from the source does it have to get? 
where you don't use toilet paper. Like if it's on your leg, do you just still wipe it with toilet paper? And you're like, yo, it's good. Um, Baby wipes are not just for babies. I often steal them from my two-year-old niece. No, but that's something. That's something other than accidentally poop. What if you accidentally poop on your foot? Then what's going on? Why are you accidentally pooping on your foot? What is happening? Things things happen. What is, why would that happen? Well, in, in Vermont, you could be in the wilderness. Oh. Where foot pooping. Me, me. Less movies, yeah. less restaurants, less culture, more foot pooping here <laughs> here in the Hundred Acre Wood. You're supposed to use a tree. A you hang from thing. the tree so that you have leverage and you're leaning back so your feet are out of the trajectory mm. of the... Poop. But if you're squatting, you could reasonably poop all yeah, over your you ankle. You could. <laughs> That's true. Let's but nobody about, answered that. Let's talk about plungers. I mean, what happens <laughs> when you when you don't have access to one? What would you, what would you use? Oh, but wait, you mean if you were in Martha Stewart's mansion and that lady, for some ungodly reason, did not supply a plunger in the guest bedroom, and you had had an urge. <laughs> What would you, you use? The toilet? Yes. What you just you leave use? it clogged. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> just leave it clogged. I don't know. Cody? My, I was going to say, it's totally kind of semi-unrelated. My wife was staying with my parents when <laughs> when I was up here and she was still in Texas. And uh, before she went to bed, she like used the bathroom or something and flushed the toilet. And she didn't know about the inside little handle thing broke oh, so it didn't chain, stop filling chain, up yeah yeah so it just kept filling and filling and filling and it started flooding and uh she just went to bed and she was like sleeping oh no and the whole upstairs flooded with toilet water and it seeped down like through into the kitchen and like all over the kitchen counter and the stove and all that stuff but anyways that was you made me think of that because of the plunger thing wow but, i'm only gonna tell this story because i have a deep soft spot for your wife Jody and I feel like you just outed her on national <laughs> podcast so I'm gonna follow this up with well, the just, worst just to clarify she didn't clog the toilet the little thing inside like in the upper part where you do an upper decker that broke sure but you were all covered in her toilet poop <laughs> no no no, no. She, she didn't poo she just peed oh, okay or so she well, says I don't know I was story man there. come uh, on I guess okay no I don't I feel I'm not sure I should tell mine now no <laughs> <laughs> Please tell your poop story because I, I, I thought I had poop stories and I guess they all pale in comparison to other poop stories. Okay. Well, I have many, um, but my favorite one was in India and, you know, a rite of passage when you're a white traveler to India is to get some kind of stomach bug. Mine lovingly was called the Delhi Belly. <laughs> And I was visiting some ancient sundial in the very public place when I got what I would consider bucket variety diarrhea. And I was really clenching it. It was not going well. And I actually had to waddle my way across a major highway. And if you know anything about India and driving in India, it's very perilous to do that. But I had no option. And I waddled and felt, you know, some moisture. And then I waddled some more, some more moisture. And then I finally made my way into a five-star hotel. And this, let me tell you, ladies, it's one of the benefits of having white skin in a foreign country is that they'll let you in. 
and they'll let you use the toilet. Yeah. Uh, and I came out with like, you know, I had underwear when I went in. I didn't have any when I went out. <laughs> but, um, you know, embarrassing moments, life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you were ill for a while, though, in India, which sounds horrifying. Um, yeah, I don't think I ever had any... Oh, God, did I have ever, like, shat myself in adulthood? Um, hmm. <laughs> I feel like I hear about people shitting themselves constantly, and I, and I, and I've, I've never really done... I, I did once when I was a kid, you know, like, I think I was like seven the last time that happened, but I like as an adult, no, I haven't had anything too crazy. Um, but I do at work, I do poop regularly at 11 a.m. <laughs> and everyone knows because I go to the bathroom around 11 with my phone and I don't come back for like 20 to 30 minutes. And because we only have like two like single stall bathrooms on the whole floor and there's like multiple offices on the floor and people are in the office are always like complaining when someone's in the bathroom and I'm like, and someone is like, oh, some of the bathrooms always occupied. I'm like, listen, not everyone's bowels are on the same schedule was yours so that's why <laughs> does it make you feel good and like really powerful that you know you're getting paid to poop oh <laughs> no pooping at work is amazing it's my favorite thing to do i think everyone should be pooping at work um because legally you know well if you're working like an eight-hour shift um, like most people work an eight-hour shift in an office you you know you get your hour lunch break so technically you're there nine hours jobs are such a scam and then and then you're supposed to get like two short breaks like two 15 minute breaks and i choose to use those in the bathroom um so wait do you poop at work of course you do right aaron do you poop at work who doesn't poop at work (laughs) is that is that the topic yeah we're talking about all of our pooping stories right now i was going to share a a pro poop description tip, actually. Oh yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, medical professionals. But if you need to describe uh, an ailment, you should describe your poop as a food dish. What? Because <laughs> it really helps for them to understand consistency. Oh my like god! If it's Indian curry poop, or you know, like right ham and beans poop or you know what I'm yeah, yeah 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 it's all about the descriptors there's one that, there's one that i've had where my stomach is upset and it's like um i don't, I don't know how i would describe it it's almost like it's like hollow hollow poop yeah it's, you know what i'm talking about and it has and it kind of like just like falls apart <laughs> yeah like it's not diarrhea but it's like Guys, this is uh, relatable. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Is it? I've wait, never what had is a hollow shit before. Poop? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we talked a lot about poop. There's a lot of poop talk. Yeah, that's fine. I'm sure your listeners would like a, a different topic somewhere. Well, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, usually, I mean, we can transition into something else. But- Oh, uh, from poop? Uh, oh my god. We've been talking about poop for a while. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What else? Um, wait, you're not, what are you doing? You're not working right now. You're, uh, taking care of your daughter and, yep. and you're living in Boston, right? Yep. Do you like Boston? Yeah. I mean, it's a good place. I like, I, for the East Coast, I like the history. I just, again, like, I, I like my outdoors more. Like that's right. That's the draw. And it's not very. Uh, there's no mountain. There's no real mountains there <laughs> in Boston. No. What about the people? Do you like the people in? Uh... 
I mean, I feel like I'm surrounded by like academics right now, which. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I get why people would like that, but it's not my jam. Oh, listen. Oh, hold on. He has let to say goodbye. Say, really let quick. him say bye. Bye. <laughs> I have to go check on the dog. Oh, thanks for coming by. Yeah, th- he and broke the fence, so he doesn't have his doggy door. So. Oh. Oh no. Wait, what out. kind of dog do you have? Uh, he's like a rescue. He looks like a. He's pointer. a mud of some type. Yeah, like a pointer, like lab. Yeah. I don't do you know. have to do surgery tomorrow? Uh, no, no surgery. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just on call. I just have to see. Oh, you're on call. Consults. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I see people that break things. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Godspeed. Um, you're you're doing the Lord's work uh, by chiseling people <laughs> and, and putting plates in their joints. You know. <laughs> Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, we've been doing that. You know, we've been doing this long enough where it's probably okay for us to uh, wrap up. Do you have something to say? What? I, what? Not really. Okay. Well, um, this has been uh, Friendsgiving uh, 2019 in remote Vermont. And uh, we heard from a few people who are doctors and then me. Uh, <laughs> and I guess that's pretty much it. Um, okay. Wait. Do I have anything to promote? What day is it? So, oh, it's the 30th. Okay. So uh, this week I'm going to be in New York City doing shows. Monday night I'm on a show called, um, what the hell is it? It's something weird. It's called Something on Acid. Something <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, Ed Sullivan on acid at Freddy's bar at 8:30 p.m. That I'm at Swamp Thing at Creek in the Cave at 10 p.m. Uh, Tuesday night I'm going to be at UGG Comedy Show at uh, Delancey's on the Lower East Side. And Wednesday, I'll be at Side Ponytail at 8 p.m. at Friends and Lovers. And then I'll be at The Fancy Show at 9 p.m. I forget the name of the bar, but it's going to be on my Instagram. And then also, I'm going to be on a couple of podcasts in addition to this podcast. So check that out. And then December 17th, I'll be roast battling in the main event at the World Famous Comedy Store. Uh, that's December 17th at midnight. Watch it on Periscope. Okay. Thanks guys. Bye.